This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I remember the spectacle it was when Zion Williamson debuted in Las Ooh. Vegas. It was a moment so big, they, 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 they had an earthquake. Boy, that has a whole different connotation now. Mm. Uh, Zion Williamson suffered another setback, according to Pelicans general manager David Griffin, uh, and he's going to need an additional few weeks after the All-Star break. And it's not an additional few weeks of rehab. It's not an additional few weeks mm. of rest. It's an additional few weeks before he gets reevaluated again to determine uh, the next steps. Wow. This I'm I'm thinking and we'll talk about the King stuff in a minute. I'm thinking purely from a fan NBA fan perspective. This is tough. Wow. This is like man, again again. That's it's tough. I, I feel, thought this I was the year. He's on, he's on track, got the all-star nod. Mm-hmm. Whether we, No matter how we feel about it, he clearly played well enough. But this is tough. I feel terrible for him. Yeah. You know, I feel bad for him. Because, um, like you mentioned, it feels like he, he you know, got himself in as good a shape as he could be, ready for this season, came into the season, was going to work, was going to work yeah. this season. And then, you know, something – I always feel this way with with, with uh, injuries. Though. It's something that's completely out of his control, completely out of his control. Like he can't he can't help that the hamstring, you know, went out on him. You can make mm. the assumption that oh, it's the weight or anything like that, but you don't know that. The healthiest people in the world, skinniest people in the world, pulled their hamstring. Hamstring issues have been a issue all year and it's like a it's like a it's like a whole new pandemic in the NBA and it's just localized within the hamstring yeah yeah so I feel I feel terrible for for Zion and I don't know man what do we, what do you do if you're know. New Orleans well I what do you do at this point like right now nothing you just you 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 nurse him back to health you hope he gets better there's nothing like long term, I don't think there's nothing long term that you could even consider doing. Do you look? Do you, you wouldn't consider moving them? You wouldn't consider. Do you think that's something you do? You, you think that's something you can consider doing now? I, I think, think you so. get a year out because because remember he signed an extension. Like he's, so, the extension starts next year. It didn't start this year. I, I'm not sure. That adds up because didn't he sign like, it last off season? Yeah, it feels like he probably starts next year. So, so I mean, it's it's not direction. unheard of. It's not like you can't move it, right? But are you you positive that's the route you want to go? Right. I I wouldn't. I'm just throwing out a suggestion because I would not um, trade Zion. I'd 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 ride that situation until the wheels fall off. To be honest with you, and they may be falling off as <laughs> we speak. But <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't move Zion. I'd take every. Every chance I could to see if he can turn into um, 
what he looks like when he plays. A generational talent. What's his, this? his new deal does start next season too. Next year? Yeah. What is this? Okay. That's kind of the long-term prognosis, right? Mm-hmm. Um, few weeks. All right. Let's take us. Let's, let's, you know, it's never a few weeks with Zion, unfortunately. Let's go mid-March. Mm. And we'll look at this from our perspective. New Orleans, who had lost 10 in a row, kind of got themselves going again. Now they're, you know, sitting at 29 and 28. They're sitting in the seventh spot. What is this long-term prognosis for New Orleans? Uh, You've always believed that the Pelicans play better when they're playing with either Brandon Ingram or Zion Williamson. Mm -hmm. Brandon Ingram's playing. We also know Brandon Ingram is playing through stuff. Yeah. Uh, he he's he's playing through a a, a pain tolerance thing, which it's just got to be. It, it just has to be brutal for him. Um, are they fine? No, they're, no, not, they're fine. not. They're not fine because you don't know what's going on with Brandon Ingram. You know, you don't know how much you can be able to get out of him. That's it. Yeah, you don't know how much you can take. Yeah. How, how how much he can take. They they have. He's. I mean, he's been fine Mm -hmm. it's just it it was made really clear man i I don't know when he's going to come back he's he's really going to be dealing with some pain when he comes back (laughs) hey brandon ingram's playing tonight i'm sorry what (laughs) right what sort of lethal stuff did you just put in that dude's body to get him go out there and play and how many more times are you going to do it yeah so yeah I, i think they're i think they're in trouble as far as like as far as um, getting into the top six, like when you were talking about the Kings and worried about them being a team that hops into the top six, I don't think they'll have enough for that. Now they played exceptionally well last year with no Zion when Ingram started to take off, right? Like yeah, so it's he was playing all NBA yeah. style. So it's it's possible same thing happens. Then they add CJ at the trade deadline and they finish that thing on out. Um, so it's possible. Well, that addition isn't coming this year. Like I gotta believe no. CJ was a no. a catalyst yeah. to what they did. Like Josh that's Richardson, not... remember that? those are game changers. Remember? I don't do that. I'm just Josh, saying. Oh. You know, changes hey, changes all fortunes. Couple, could, oh. all right, now, you, now, now you're being sarcastic. <laughs> Had to get that. Get somebody at the deadline. Change everything about what you're trying to do. But I, I don't see. You're like if Tim Maxwell's Twitter account came to life. <laughs> Shout out to Tim Maxwell. I, I'm, I'm just saying. I got you. I don't know if they'll get that same I, jolt of energy that they got last I can't year. imagine they do. Right. Like, in in all the respect in the world for, for Brandon Ingram, I can't believe that CJ wasn't a catalyst to some of that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, to, to just think that Ingram took off – at the same time, CJ joined the team, and that's just a coincidence. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. Like those two, those two went hand in hand. The thing is, CJ's there. <laughs> like CJ's there now, yeah. and they're they're battling. And there's also the psychological component. Like they've got to be frustrated. We talk, we talk about this. We've talked about this before. Where there's a there's a certain resignation, like stages of grief, right? Mm-hmm. When someone gets hurt but you know that they're out for the year yeah. and you can be frustrated you could be angry 
but you know that you have to regroup and you know that you have to execute the rest of the season without that person. And that absolutely, like, there, there's obviously a million difficulties to that, especially when you're losing a player like Zion Williamson. I'd argue it's more difficult when you lose a player for three weeks, four weeks, five weeks, or you think you lost them for three weeks and it winds up being six weeks because you know if you're a player filling in in that role that no matter what you do, that's not your job. Mm. You're not you're not keeping this job for the rest of the year. Uh, I think it's harder to get into a rhythm. It's harder to get into a flow when you're constantly waiting for someone to come back. It feels like this Pelicans team has waited for someone to come back all year. Whether it was Brandon Ingram first, and now it's Zion Williamson. This Pelicans team is – you. we talk about Brooklyn and, and, and how – what was it? What's, what's the number? This just seems impossible. What was it, 16 games that Harden uh, – yeah, All three of them, played. Three of them played together? Yeah. yeah, something crazy like that. Obviously, it's nothing like as outrageous as that, or at least I don't think it is, but this Pelicans team is – this is a big question mark. This is a big uh, – we, we still have no idea what this Pelicans team with B.I. and Zion mm-hmm. and C.J. is because mm-hmm. they they can't get on the floor together. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's something that if you're um, if you're uh, Griff, you got to say, uh, like, it, it is it is a discussion that needs to be had, to yeah. be honest with you, like, within the front offices of the Pelicans, like, no, do we do we look to move this guy? Do we look to move him and get something for him? I wouldn't do it, but odds are it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. At least there in New Orleans, it's not going to happen. This guy can't stay healthy. Whatever they're doing as, as, a, as a training set, I'm not saying it's their fault, but like it doesn't. It's not working. They're not able to keep him on the court, and you know maybe being in New Orleans, I don't know. The, the the voodoo, I don't know. Moros, maybe he's going to Moros too much. I love that place. Maybe he's going to Frenchman Street too much. I don't know. But it ain't working. Mm-hmm. So, Griff, you can look at a situation where you might be able to get a haul. You might be able to get a Kevin Durant-like haul for Zion Williamson right now. Maybe, maybe make that move. It's weird to ask this given Kevin Durant, who misses a lot of games just got four first round draft picks. Mm. But you know what a what a Hall of Fame upper room penthouse talent that Kevin Durant is. Mm-hmm. Could you make that all for Zion? If you're Griff, like I, I obviously there's a risk if you're Griff. But I'm talking about if you're the team trying to acquire him. Yeah. Can you afford to do that? I don't think you could do that. I think you get a baby version of the Durant trade. Not four first rounders, maybe two. Not two starter caliber players, maybe one, mm. you know, and and you you go about it that way. So I don't think you can do the the full Kevin Durant trade, but cut everything in half. Maybe you could do that. But he's incredibly talent. Like his he's, talent's not the issue. He's an unbelievable game. Changer. You talk about re- you know we talked about how Gobert messed everything up. Mm. Kevin Durant, like if if Zion if. This is a massive if, and neither one of us think this is going to happen. If Zion trade discussions happened, if I'm a, if I'm Griff, if I'm David Griffin, talking about no, I, I get it. You, no, you could say no, no, I get it. 
Kevin Durant fetched four first-round picks. Hmm. Kevin Durant ain't played a full season since 1981. Right. <laughs> like you, you're, you're going to use Kevin Durant now as the model of oh, doesn't matter. You, you, especially if you're a team in 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 this sense, it was Phoenix. Mm. You've got a championship window. It's barely cracked open. You can push this open quite a bit more with Zion Williamson. You're not worried about your first round picks for the next couple of years. This is your shot to win a championship. Keep him healthy. You win a championship. That simple. Don't offer those four picks. I'm going elsewhere. And I would tell as if I was Griff. And I would, I would, if I was talking to Griff, I would be like, Griff, you got to chill because you're right. Kevin Durant hasn't played a full season since 1981, but we've seen him play a full season. Mm. We know that it can happen. We ain't never seen Zion. Did he play? I think he might have played a full season as quote unquote. Rookie year, his first, second year, something like that. I don't think so. It's, I'm, I'm actually looking right now to we see don't what even, the most. We don't even know if it's possible. So you talking about first-round picks, this is a guy that it feels like at best I'm going to get for 50, 60 games. 24, 61, and I, I, I think that's a 72-game season. That was yeah, and he didn't Two, play in the bubble. 2020, 2021 is is a seventy two game yeah. season, right? And I don't think so, he played in the bubble. So that so he, in the bubble, he, he didn't play. He played twenty four games that year, sixty one games, did not play at all last year, and has played twenty nine games thus far. Yeah, man, I, Griff, I'm sorry, man. I, if you can, so if you can find you four first round picks. More more power to you. I can't give you four first rounders. I can give you two because I understand. But I can't give you four. So, with that said, the, you, you, I don't even think you entertain Zion Williams in trade discussions right now. If you're the Pelicans. If you're the Pelicans. I don't think you entertain those. Might be the highest you ever have, though. You're 100%. If gets, what so, if he gets hurt next year? So the price that, has gone down. So that's, that's, but that's what I'm asking you. You're, you're 100% sure this is it. You, you, he, he's not going to be able to play. 76 games for you. No, you're not sure about that. You're not sure. Then I don't think you can do yeah, it. Yeah, I'm with Zion you. Is, I'm with you. You don't do it. Like, but I'm just saying if they've they've got a, the conversation we just had, they they absolutely need to be having that conversation. Th- th- that 61 in the 72 game season, 27 points per game. <laughs> they shot like 65 percent from the field. He shot 61 percent from the field <laughs> yeah, that year. Couldn't be stopped. 27. What's his what's his numbers this year? Twenty seven and seven. This year twenty six and seven. And what was the field goal percentage? This year sixty percent. Come on, man! He can't be stopped when he plays. That's why these conversations aren't being had. Mm. Zion would be a reset of the market. This is just t- Adam. We really need to trade ten first round picks <laughs> and our arena. Can you sign off on this? We'll come back. We'll get back to Kings basketball. James Ham at the top of the hour. Oh, I think I love Derek Carr. Shout out Derek Carr. He's got to be a big fan of D-Lo KC. We'll explain uh, when we return here on ESPN 1320. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. D-Lo and KC. D-Lo and KC continues on ESPN 1320. You want a chance to win tickets to see the Kings take on Portland February 23rd. Uh, head over to ESPN1320.com. Uh, you can enter right there again, ESPN1320.com. Click the contest page and boom, uh, enter to win right there. A chance to see uh, the Sacramento Kings take on Portland uh, once the All-Star break is over, February 23rd. Uh, before we... Get to, I mentioned how much I love Derek Carr. There's one more non-Kings NBA-related thing I wanted to touch on. And the story broke. We were we were talking about this player, and the story broke literally right when we went off the air. We were in the parking lot like, hey, did y'all see this Gary Payton, the oh, second man, thing? that was crazy. <laughs> the, the, it, it appears that uh, on Friday it felt like it looked like the whole deal was falling apart. Yeah. Now now everything has gone through. I guess Golden State has okayed everything. Uh, but they're coming for Portland's ass on this one. They're like, yo, I know Bob Myers spoke today. I didn't have a chance to, to mm. hear what he had to say. Obviously, we're – we're, we're a little bit busy, um, but what a weird story! Very weird, man. And, and we were wondering, like, what went wrong with Gary Payton in Portland? Well, I think we know now. Yeah, and I, I don't know. I but I still don't even know what, like, what, what are we what are we even talking about? Because I think one of the arguments Portland will make is like he played like the day before the. Well, trade. I think what Gary Payton is saying, like, yeah, because they were shooting me up with pain medicine. Hmm. I think that was part of the part of the issue is he wasn't given the opportunity to heal. Like, how can you play? And I, th- I and I know Bob Myers said something along the lines. We didn't really think anything of his abstract because he played us. Yeah. Like we, and and then all, all of a sudden they run a physical on him, and it's like, yo, he could be out for three months. Hmm. That's that that <laughs> as we say here on the show, that math doesn't math. Mm-hmm. That doesn't add up. Mm-hmm. Um, and from what not, CP2 said, it, it was it's the way that Portland was handling it. Not blaming uh, Gary Payton at all, but why Why would you take it? You knew something wasn't right. I mean, to get back on the court for sure, but you knew something wasn't right. He could have done I'll never forget when Bobby Jackson was like, 
yo, they want me to just go out there. I'm not taking that. Mm-hmm. Like, because all that does is numb. Yeah, he was trashed on. by a former afternoon host for that. Yeah, seriously. So I, you know, and then once again, I'm not blaming Gary Payton the second for it. I wouldn't. I just saying I, I don't think I would have took it. Or yeah. if I take it, I'm not gonna say they made me take this. And they didn't well, well, no, no. Well, the, well, I think there's a difference between saying they made me take something versus this is how they treated it. You, you know what I mean? Like those aren't those aren't necessarily the same thing. Mm-hmm. You're right. Um, You're right. And it, and it, and it, you know we're not there. Mm-hmm. Wording is important. How it's and like Gary Payton the second isn't going to speak anytime soon. Bob Meyer said you know they 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 won't re- reevaluate him for a, a, another month. So they hope to have him back for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So like we're we're not going to see GP two anytime soon. Right. Um, but. Which means he almost certainly won't have any media availability, but the wording in in his communications with Portland is is important to this. We don't need to know it. I'm certainly curious, but Golden State does, mm-hmm. and more importantly, the NBA does, mm-hmm. because it could just be a matter of this is how we're going to treat the injury, versus take three months off, um, or uh, versus, uh, hey, we're going to give you this shot so you can play on the night-to-night basis. Right. You know, the, the wording of that stuff is important. I hope Brother's okay. He's a, he's a good ball player. Um, I like him a lot, uh, and I think Golden State's a great fit for him. Uh, so And, and Golden State, um, they were kind of in a situation, at least from the way I was looking at it, they their hands were kind of tied to a certain degree because they made the deal yeah. for Wiseman. And you moved on from Wiseman. You were like, yo, we're done with this experiment. Which saved you like $4 billion. Right. Saved you a ton of That's money. That's an absurd amount of money. I think it was like $131 million. And if you say, oh, they did us dirty, we want to renege on the trade, not only do you have to take back that money, but now you've got this whole relationship situation with James Wiseman that you got to deal with. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to Anthony Slater and Guru on Friday. I think I said the same to you and James. Like, man, they might just be in a situation where they got to bite the bullet. Yeah. And you take the Gary Payton thing because it seems like there's so many more problems that you would have for yourself if you fought to renege the trade or you you said, you know, we're not accepting this and everything went back the way it was. And while you're getting a player that probably can't play for you this season and maybe you're hoping can get back for the playoffs, and that sucks. Man, you got so many other things to worry about. If you flip that deal back around, mm-hmm. you just got to kind of got to take that L and, and it keep it moving. Yeah, like that's what Goo asked me um, in the in the in the room on Friday. How would you handle this if you're Golden State? You you don't like you already did. You could take any grievance up you want with the league, right? Gary Payton don't play for you at all this year. Take it. Mm-hmm. The amount of money that that saved you, and the fact that there's absolutely nothing you can do with James Wiseman, and there's there's like. There's second-round picks involved in here somewhere. Just take it and keep it moving. Yeah. Uh, just take it and keep it moving. But a really weird story. You do not see those stories very often. Mm-hmm. Um, in the NBA, I don't think you see them in sports, period, very often. Uh, especially that was that was Friday. So that was a full day after the trade deadline mm-hmm. where it was all of a sudden this whole this whole thing might fall apart. Yeah. You know, I, it's, it's funny. Um, somewhere in there is a – Farhan Zaidi joke. He ain't okay. Giants. He not Giants. Catches, <laughs> pitchers and catchers. I think. Soon. 
I think uh I think Woj had a scheduled tweet that went wrong. Oh no, right now? Yeah, Woj just Woj just tweeted this. But I think it was scheduled. ESPN sources. Three team trade is largely hindering on how Minnesota values D'Angelo Russell in potential deal <laughs> and the return of draft assets. Lakers and Jazz have significant deal in uh, uh, significant deal structure in place, but Minnesota has been too engaged elsewhere. Them damn scheduled tweets got them. Someone replied. Hilarious. Someone replied. Woj is a bot. <laughs> oh no! That was funny. That is funny. Poor, poor, <laughs> poor guys like Woj and Schefter who, you know, millions of people have their tweets on push notifications. Yeah. So he's already deleted it. It's too late. Too late now. <laughs> it's too late. It's too late. Can, can you imagine Woj like scheduling some like some breaking news? Like, he can only tweet like maybe two months from now or whatever. But like it's going to happen. Oh. He ends up scheduling it to happen like a week, week after he doesn't. What would be great is if he messed up like the free agency days, like he has all of the tweets scheduled, but he's got it a day early and like every team is fired. Every team is fine for tampering. What was the reason why every team lost their second round pick that year? (laughs) There's literally no second round in the draft. Everyone lost their pick. That's crazy. Sometimes like Mm. I think it was when – I think it was when De'Aaron got selected to the All-Star team. And I got the notification and immediately like went to the to the actual tweet. And it's always just crazy to see the numbers. The like amount it, of engagement it couldn't on have the been tweet. Yeah. More than 45 seconds. Yeah. And it was like 600 likes, 500 retweets. It's like, yeah. God, oh. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, those are guys, again, like I just looked at Woj. Woj was like 5.6 million followers. Mm. And if you're following Woj, most of us probably have him on push notification because Woj isn't going to tweet his thoughts on the Grammys. No. Like Woj is here for one thing and one thing only, and it's to tweet news, and that's what he does. I I hate when uh, Woj retweets uh, like Jeff Passan. It's like, bro. Oh, I I don't like when they do that. Come on, bro. Yeah, I don't like when they do that. What you doing? Jeff Passon talking about uh, the Blue Jays signed uh, minor league yeah. <laughs> prospect. Don't care, Woj. Don't does, care. Does Woj got the bell in sports media? I think he does right now. He beat Chums in the this trade deadline. It was eleven to ten. He broke eleven trades. Shams uh, broke ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think Woj is. Woj is that? Dude. But that one is fluid, though. Like that one, that one moves. That's year to year. And we're talking Woj, TV personalities. Can and all Schefter? That. Can Schefter get in there? I wouldn't. I would still take Woj over Schefter. Oh, I definitely, de- definitely. I, I think, think it's. I think it's a Woj versus Shams thing. And I was about to say they're they're. I'll give them different leagues, right? Because it's like Schefter versus Lock and Foria or something like that. Rappaport. Rap. I think it's more Ian Rappaport. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Rap sheet, good call. Um. Yeah, I give I'll give the belt to Woj. Woj had a good year. Woj had a good year. Was was it a was it a draft? Remember a couple of years ago, we were on the air. I feel like Woj had a really bad draft. Yeah, Shams was kicking his ass that year. <laughs> they they were posting the the photos. It was Photoshop. Shams head on Iverson, and he was stepping over Ty Lue, but that oh, Woj's head was on man. there. He beat his ass. Mm. <laughs> 
<laughs> Derek Carr is beating the Las Vegas Raiders' ass. Ooh. Like I, 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 I love this. I got to believe Derek Carr is a big fan of the show. Uh, Derek Carr said uh, with speculation that there was a potential Saints trade on the horizon. Um, Derek Carr said, cool, I'm not being traded anywhere. I'm not being traded to New Orleans. I'm not being traded to Tampa Bay. I'm not being traded to any team that you're talking to. You're going to have to cut me. Mm. That leads me to believe one thing. His agent has multiple deals of dollar figures that they're very, very happy about mm-hmm. uh, out there in the universe. I'd say likely three. I don't think only two, certainly not just one. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing he has at least three deals in front of him uh, with hard numbers that he can, I don't want to say that he could choose from, but I, I think his agent has done their due diligence and Derek Cardinals. <laughs> Child, please. He was supposed to get cut today, huh? That was the thought. I think it's tomorrow. I think tomorrow's the the, the deadline for him to be cut. Tuesday. Well, today's Wednesday, Monday, right? Wednesday's the deadline because oh. it's three days after the Super Bowl, right? Right. That sounds right. Yeah. But I thought, I well, yeah, I thought I heard whether. I mean, what are we waiting for? <laughs> Just cut me. I thought it was going to be. If today. they, if it's, if it's Wednesday at eleven fifty nine a.m., I think that's exactly when they're going to cut him. Is Wednesday at eleven fifty nine a.m. Why you think they're they going to schedule like the that? tweet? <laughs> they're going to schedule the tweet. Why you like, think Whoa. they would do it like that? I just think they're I, maybe that's their way of getting back. Well, we'll just wait. We won't. We won't cut you till you have to wait twenty four more hours for us to do it, or forty eight more hours. He said. I am not waving my no trade clause. He knows he's in firm control of this whole situation. He's in the catbird seat. Do you know what that is? Uh, I don't. I don't either. I've heard the expression before. Yeah. A catbird seat? Catbird seat. I don't know what the catbird well, You know I'm going to look it up. Yeah. And then while you're doing that, the Raiders had to cut them by um, 1 p.m. on Wednesday. 1 p.m. Wednesday. So 12.59 p.m. Wednesday is when Catbird seat. It, it appears to be a bar in Nashville. In a superior or advantageous position. Mm-hmm. Yes, we we know that. What the hell but did this? What is a cat where bird where seat? where did the term catbird seat originate from? It was featured in the 1942 short story, The Catbird Seat, <laughs> and popularized by baseball commentator. Yeah, not surprised there. Red Barber. Uh, and often referred to in baseball. The expression, according to James Thurber, comes from the observation of the catbird. And, oh, that's... Uh, I can't even pronounce that word. Uh-oh. I'm not going it, to... It's a family of some type of birds. Some of the male birds will assemble... Se- some of the male birds will assemble several hundred colored rocks or shells, arranging them in a remarkable artistic display in order to build a seat, atop of which... Oh, that that sounds inappropriate. So oh, my gosh. Gonna, I don't, I, well, I think oh, we my might goodness. Have, we might have to put the catbird seat in a box. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know. I don't know what them birds are doing. That sounded a little freaky. Just, if you want to look it up, what kind of what kind of, what, oh, no. what kind of book is this, anyways? 
You know what's funny when I realized when I went out to the kitchen too? They're listening to us in the office. Oh, we're on today, huh? Yeah, we're, we're, I was, I was, was grabbing, grabbing some stuff, talking to Catalina. I was like, what, did, what the hell is that? Oh, it's us. We're on like a 90-second delay, which shows you how much they trust us. But yeah, like, they're, like people here, like they actually listen to us. If you guys can hear us, look back in the way. Yeah, I can't, can't see them, but you tell me if they were. Well, the only one's over there. Like, Catalina's over there. Molly's over there. Like, you know. Catalina, Molly. Is Kim there? No, she's not there. She looked like she was is all Megan business. There? She's dealing with something. If you guys can hear us, no, look at the window and wave. Not, they're, they're not. Oh, I see Charlie. Charlie's over Charlie, there, too. Charlie, say not, what's up. They're not listening to us. Oh, okay. They didn't, they're not, but they didn't turn to us. They're, I know, I know they're listening to us in the in the kitchen. Oh, they there. were listening be, in the kitchen. I thought. Well, you I think all of the radios are programmed to the same station. Oh, okay, okay. Like, oh, what are you guys listening to? <laughs> Wait, that sounds like. Oh, <laughs> turn this trash off. These guys oh, stink. Oh, wait a minute. What is this? <laughs> is this castles? What is this? Jesse, where are you going? That's what that's what Courtside Rip says. Courtside Ripley. Uh, rumors are the Bucks were eyeing Jimmy Garoppolo. That sounds like a good fit. Good fit. Yeah. Now, if you're eyeing Jimmy Garoppolo, are you also eyeing Derek Carr? Probably. Okay. I just wanted I think, to make sure. I was like, I, I think the um, yeah, they, they're probably going to be in the same in the same boat for a lot of these teams. Um, One I, big difference. In terms of, uh, I think there will be a difference in contracts, right? But in, mm-hmm. in in terms of like how team may perceive them as a quarterback of the future, Derek Carr doesn't get hurt the way Jimmy Garoppolo does. No, no, and that, and that could play. Yeah, is Derek who's a better quarterback? I think Derek Carr is a more talented quarterback. I I I'll I'll, I'll answer. I think Derek Carr is a little better, but I think Jimmy Garoppolo is a little better than than people give him credit for. I don't think he's just a product of Kyle Shanahan. I think he's a good quarterback. Uh, I do Derek think Derek Carr, Carr is the, better. He has he has the the physical tools though. Um, he's got a nice arm, um, but he gets a little careless with the rock. He does. I mean, I mean, don't you have the same concerns about Jimmy though? A little. Not careless. Bit, yeah, he, I don't know. He if has careless the one is the word. throw like a game. You, you're going to get that. Derek probably has like five. And then he'll fumble the ball. <laughs> There's that too. It's not wrong. <laughs> uh, but then the next game he'll throw for like three eighty and four touchdowns. He'll do all that in the game where he. Well, he'll do that too. Yeah. Touchdowns. You know who Carr reminds me of? I don't think he's as talented. He was. He has a lot of Tony Romo tendencies. Mm. Tony Romo. I remember. I think it was Buffalo, Monday night. Romo threw like four interceptions, mm. maybe more, and led them to a 51-yard field goal to win the game. Yeah, that was against Buffalo. That mm. that they called timeout for, and I don't know, I don't remember if it was Nick Folk or who it was kicked it and made it, but they had called timeout, mm-hmm. and it couldn't have been Nick Folk because T.O. was there. Kicked it again, made it, and T.O. said. T.O. said, yeah, he kicked the 102-yard field goal. <laughs> he had to kick it twice, so he kicked the 102-yard field goal to win. I was like, T.O., that's not how this works. 
Oh, but he did kick two game-winning field goals uh, and made them both. But that's what Tony Romo does, right? I feel like Derek Carr has some of those same tendencies. He does. He just doesn't have – like Romo – Romo would get, like, raked over the coals for choking or something like that. But he had a lot of big moments in the regular season. Oh, absolutely. A lot of big moments. And I don't think Derek – I understand the comparison. He doesn't have those – a lot of those moments. He had them for one season, it felt like. And every other time, it was like failure in the regular season. I don't blame Derek Carr for taking – it feels like – you think there's animosity between Derek Carr and the Raiders? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Now I don't blame him a bit. Yeah. And I think it has to do with less the Las Vegas Raiders or Mark Davis and more with Josh McDaniels. I do not mm-hmm. think he is appreciative of how this season went. Uh, and – I don't know. Josh McDaniels is a tough dude to root for. I, Derek Carr is an easy guy to root for. Josh McDaniels, not so much. What's the percentage, in your opinion, of um, Aaron Rodgers going to the Raiders? Zero. Why do you say zero? I just because I, I, I just feel like like Trista said. I just feel like this is part of his act. He's going to play for the Packers. I don't think he's playing anywhere else. I, think- I also don't think he's retiring. I don't think he is. Either. He's too narcissistic that, to retire. There, there were reports, and I, I don't. Maybe we hear. Maybe this is part of the act too. But I remember hearing reports a couple of days after where it's kind of like what we talked about. Like Packers are like done with this nonsense. <laughs> like they're ready to move on with life. Maybe the fact that they missed the playoffs and look like a bad team a lot this year. Maybe that can kind of push them over the edge, so they realize, look, this this isn't even worth. This isn't even worth living through the torment for. Right, you're not taking us to championships. Like, it's, I think I think he does get traded. You think if, he goes to Las Vegas? I think that's a possibly one of the suitors. I'll put I'll put it at sixty five percent. I mean, Aaron Rodgers has to have a no trade clause, right? I, I mean, if Derek so. Carr has one, yeah. Aaron Rodgers would have to have one. I would one. think so, and I think he'd waive it for Vegas and Devontae Adams. Oh, absolutely, of course. Yeah, I, I'd absolutely see him waving it. Yeah. It's just. Is that the only team he'd wave it for? Yeah, I mean, but it fits everything they've done business together with the Devontae Adams deal. Sure, he's you're moving them out of the conference, um, so you're getting the money off the books. The Raiders have the money to do it. I think it all fits. This athletic article says he does not have a trade clause. Huh? Oh wow! Good for Derek Carr. <laughs> Good for Derek Carr. Who was it that we were Get talking about? Get that deal done. And they, we said they had a. I think I don't know if we were joking or whatever, but there was like a basketball rookie or something like that that had a <laughs> trade clause. Was it Kevin Porter it, Jr.? No, was it, it no, was, was it Kessler, Kessler Edwards? Edwards. It was Kessler Edwards. <laughs> yeah. It's not a no trade clause. It had something to do with his, <laughs> like the contract and the bird rights. Yeah, no, it was like Kessler Edwards had to approve the trade to the Kings. <laughs> God bless him for doing it. It's amazing. Kessler, I got to see that he played today. Is he in Stockton or is he with the big I don't club? think so. I think he was here. Okay. I, I don't know. I feel like I would have gotten an alert if he wasn't. What's his name? Uh, hit the King, hit the Stockton Kings for like 33 and 8 today. Who's, what's his name? Uh, PJ Dozier. How, oh. <laughs> he was PJ, D- wait, he, he's against the Kings? Yeah. Oh, man. PJ Dozier revenge game. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Um, do you see Derek Carr? Uh, Derek Jeter is. I saw that joining the Fox Squad. He, I think he's gonna do good. And you know what? I think media wise, 
Major League Baseball, they got a lot of good things cooking. I really like the – I love the mm-hmm. TBS crew, like with Jimmy Rollins, mm-hmm. Gary Sheffield, and Pedro Martinez. That's phenomenal. But and I like what they do on Fox. Does it matter? No, and I'll tell you why. Because <laughs> okay. they don't ever play games during the weeknights. Yeah. <laughs> All this stuff is either in the playoffs yeah. or like, on Sunday morning. Like, yeah. I understand, but that Apple TV – well, I think it was TBS – but I think Apple TV took over. But it's like Sunday morning. And then it's Saturday afternoon for us with mm-hmm. Fox. Like, they need a Monday night game of the week. They need a Wednesday night game of the week. Because if they did that and they had those guys on afterwards, they'd be doing work. But I think uh, Derek Jeter's going – I think he has – after watching the 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 captain, I think he's can be pretty candid. I think he could do a good job. Will he do that on TV, though? That's I think the he question. will. All right, I'll take Derek it. Don't it's, care no more. I, I, it's not the TV crew that keeps me from tuning into a baseball game, though. That's the only. Thing it's the game. It's pretty much it. It's the, the sport. Game. I'll watch the game. It's baseball. Um, <laughs> we'll come back. Uh, James Ham joins us. Uh, we'll talk Kings basketball when we return here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN thirteen twenty. No, no, back to D-Lo and KC. D-Lo and KC on ESPN 1320. Oh, got to stop. You got to hey. stop doing this. Shout out to uh, David Jackson, Chris Berman. Fittingly, they served orange soda at Honest Abe's birthday. In the chat. See, Jordan Meeks was being a smart ass, and now he's got me, like, Googling the history of, 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 of soft drinks and black people. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> so maybe Mountain Dew's history isn't so much racist as it is classist. This is an article I'm reading in the Atlantic. I this like is Mountain this Dew is true too. story, but I I don't see anything about orange soda. That's what did they say about Mountain Dew? Well, hang on, let me go back. I, I, it's I, probably a, that's probably not fair. That's uh, a lot to read. I'm let's sure. see. Uh, Mountain Dew, for instance, originally based its entire brand around making fun of poor Appalachians, also known as hillbillies. What? In the late 40s and early 50s, its label featured the official Mountain Dew mascot, Willie the Hillbilly, and the slogan, Yahoo. Okay. Oh, okay. Pepsi bought Mountain Dew in 1964 and changed its image over the years uh, most recently as game fuel so and that's where the line so maybe Mountain Dew Dew's history isn't so much racist as it is classist Hmm. really is wild that cocaine used to have or or that coke used to have cocaine in it crazy bro it's crazy are we positive it still doesn't no no we're not did they just change caffeine's name? <laughs> was it really? Was, yeah, just okay. It's not cocaine anymore. It's caffeine. Just call it that. Right. Yeah, we we are not sure. Oh, come shout on, out to Mr. man! Liminoff. Shout out to Mister Lemonoff. That's what I do remember about that class. He, he told in American history in high school, sophomore year. No, I think it was junior year. Coca Cola, and like I said, McDonald's French fries, and a little bit of Coke in it. Bro, as soon as James gets here, I'm out. Oh no. I got to read this. I just, I got it. Fried chicken, watermelon, and the origins of racist food stereotypes. You know what newspaper that's printed in? Mm. The Boston Globe. Oh my 
You can best believe I'm reading every second of this article. Blame Jordan Meeks. I, we were just minding our own business, having fun. Minding our own business, <laughs> eating chocolate cake. <laughs> Every once in a while. And that's a shoot. He really is eating chocolate cake. There's there's no weird connotation behind that. He literally went to the kitchen. Always, and you know, I used to always get that confused, like the shoot and work. But cake. shoot is real. Shoot is work real. Work is fake. Yes. Yep. For, that's, for those who don't know. Sometimes we just talk in wrestling language. <laughs> I don't know that I answered your... I don't even know that either one of us answered this question. Before James joins us here in a, in a, in a few minutes, and I'm sure James will be pretty happy uh, that his boy Patrick Mahomes won another title. Next year's... Next year. Mm-hmm. What, what, do you, what do you think? Obviously, you, I mean, you got the 49ers. Did you say the 49ers and Chiefs? Yeah, yeah, it's 40... No, it's all for fun because there's so many things that go down. Um, but uh, my first thought is the 49ers and the Bengals. So I thought about I was thinking about the Bengals last night. Like they're gonna be they're gonna be back in this. I but, think they're ready. But it's Bengals, Chiefs, Bengals. The uh, where did it, the Bengals did they lose in the AFC Championship? Where did they yeah, lose? AFC Championship. Yeah, they gonna get there again. That's what I keep thinking about the 49ers. Like they're just gonna get there again. Well, look, Kansas City gonna get there again. Six times in a row. I mean, if Patrick Mahomes is what you say he is, then yeah, know, they might. I know. They might. I know. They um they did a power rankings on ESPN.com for um for next year's, you know, for just, you know, way too early power rankings. Mm-hmm. And I think the top three were top four, excuse me, <clears throat> were the Chiefs one, Eagles two, Niners three, Bengals four. So the Eagles two, even though Yeah. I and look the Eagles, I, I like their roster. I'm just really going – when I say this, I'm going off of what the streets in Philly are saying. Mm-hmm. And they, I've heard them say multiple times, like, this is a big – this was a big year for them to get it done this year because I don't know what it is, but they're like, they the roster is going to look a lot Maybe that's them year. just being annoying-ass fans. Well, that, there's all, they're always that. They're always that. But they were talking about how the roster is going to look a lot different this year. Like it, things lined up this year, financially and you know talent wise with the roster. But a lot of the guys that they like on this roster that are that are big time, um, they're gonna they're gonna have to do some stuff. Part of me, I'm not sure. Part of me thinks maybe Jalen Hurts' contract extension begins. I think that's kind of what they're alluding to. And I didn't know he got he- one. But he they did? they mentioned I don't I don't I got to look at that I because don't. they mentioned like yeah Jalen's money you got Jalen's money to worry about after this year so I don't oh, know that he, that I don't I, I don't can't, know if he's going to sign one this year or what I don't know this off season or whatever the case may be but they they've got some he just finished the third season of a four year contract so he's got so they're so next year he'll be cheap it'll be like Nick and they'll Bosa. have to. Right, sign him. Yeah. Nick Bosa like is going to send the sign the extension. He'll be good next year. Yeah, but the thirty-one million a year right. starts the following year. Is that right, Jesse? Did we, did we get that right? Yeah, he'll 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 need a contract this season because he doesn't have yeah. a fifth-year option since he's a second rounder. Ah, good call. Oh, so he, good call. He doesn't have the fifth-year option. Yeah, according to Spot Track, he's got this is his last year um, mm. coming up, and then he's a free agent unless he gets a deal for us. Mm. Or. One more alternative. Franchise him. 
You think Lamar's Boyd, there? I'd feel some type of way if if Jalen got franchised. Um, do I think Lamar stays? Yeah. What else are they going to do? Like, well, it, it's gonna... clear they don't believe in him. That's clear. That's crystal yeah. clear. But they also have a top tier quarterback that they can get for what thirty five million dollars. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Oh, you did it again. Okay. Another year, we'll have a top tier quarterback for. Forty-two million dollars. Okay. I and at that, at some point, at some point over these next two years, they'll draft a quarterback. Then Jalen will walk, and he'll have the Kirk Cousins deal, and hopefully, he can sign a three-year deal like Kirk Cousins did, and then wind up having guaranteed money for five years straight like <laughs> Kirk Cousins did. The uh, the I wish Jalen or Jalen Lamar would um, hold out. Doesn't seem like he's. Oh, I to. wish he would too, but. I wish he'd say, I'm not playing for the franchise tag. You either pay me or I won't play. Simple as that. I w- me too. Uh, I, I, Bryce, I also wish he'd find someone with more leverage to represent him. He's the leverage. We talk about this all the time, though. He's the we leverage. We just don't agree on it, that's all. I understand what you're saying, but in this particular case, he's the leverage. And the fact that they almost fell apart last year when he was gone, that's the leverage. They should have already known that. A deal they, should have already been done. They know that. They just don't want to sign him. They don't want to give him the money. Because they, they, they think he's going to crack. And that's where you don't you don't fall. You don't crack. You make them blink first. And, this is, and, and, and reason 10 why he needs to sit out. He needs to stop returning calls. Go to Instagram and take the Ravens off your freaking page. Mm-hmm. He, needs to do all, he needs to do all of that stuff. Work for Kyler and Debo. It worked for everybody. <laughs> yeah. Um, Bryce in the chat, he says uh, the Eagles are going to lose players because all their top tier players are old. Maybe what, are they going to die? Like, what? wait a minute. <laughs> he says Kelsey, Lane Johnson, Cox, no. Sue, and Graham no, are all Johnson. over 33 years old. Yeah. Yeah. I, so, I, I get that. I still think Philly's going to be good, though. Like, I, I know, you know, I was talking earlier and having fun with it. I don't think they're going to fall off a cliff, mainly because they have that quarterback there. Um, Your New York good, Giants going to ascend to the top of that division? I don't know. I don't think so. I still think it's between the Eagles and the Cowboys. Hmm. Did I read th- this? Had to have been a like I think uh, Florio said. Eric Bieniemy is going to interview in Washington, and I thought, wait, hmm. did did they fire Ron Rivera? No, he's just going there to interview. What was he going to interview for? Something else. I think it was well, like offensive coordinator. Like, or something yeah, like that. Eric. Hey, get Eric Bieniemy on the phone. Don't do that. Don't don't do that. Don't don't willingly go work for the Washington football team. I don't when you can work with Andy Reid. My first my first thought there is I don't think that um, he would ever really take that job. I think why would you probably, even take the interview? Well, maybe he feels like that's what he has to do. Mm. You got to take these interviews. Mm. You got to get in front of these people. For OC, I know, I know, I know. I'm just saying. I saw something where I think Andy Reid. Bro, I've been to three Super Bowls. I don't need an interview. Yeah. Uh, well, that's what it said. I read it wrong. It said Andy Reid hopes if Eric Bieniemy leaves, he will run the show elsewhere. I there's been mm. questions about whether or not um, Andy Reid is coming like back that. next year. He said he is coming back next year, but at this point, if I was Andy Reid. I'd say, Eric, just stay here until I leave. You, I'm not. I got 
I got two, three years more left. Yeah, but what if he has like five or eight? How old is Andy Reid? How old is that? I mean, Andy Reid's been coaching. I'm going to go in his 60s, but. Mm -hmm. 65 in March. 65. And you want to keep going just because you're a competitor. But at this point, Andy Reid's done it all. He's multiple-time Super Bowl champion. His career speaks for itself. He's one of the great coaches in the history of the game. I mean, yeah, I think he's in rarefied air as a coach. Yeah, like he's he's one of them guys. Mm-hmm. So if I'm Andy Reid, I don't need to be around here until I'm 75. You know, I'm I'm solidified. I'm verified. What the hell is Eric, James? <laughs> just dawned on me. He knew you were going to ask about Terrence Davis. He said, "I ain't doing that." It must have. Um, but yeah, if I'm if I'm Andy. Because Eric, it's it's kind of it's getting ridiculous at this point. It's getting ridiculous that he can't even get an interview for a head coaching job. Yeah, and, and did he he interviewed this cycle? I just don't remember. Eric, did? I think he did. I don't think he did. No, I don't think he had any interviews this this time around. Hmm. So I I would tell him I'd be I like, he had one. I ain't but... gonna be here for no more than three more years. Stick around. I'm gonna hand it off to you. They don't want to give his you a call job, though. So. Like he has to get like I mean I don't you know what I mean like yeah, that's not yeah, that's not that's not his call like that has to be something put into place that's mm-hmm. I mean it was Jerry's call for uh Jason Garrett mm-hmm. to to to, to get that Jesse the uh, enemy just interviewed with the Colts this off season oh, just that one thing okay that was the one guys are right yeah um I forgot about that Colts interview who's have they I don't have they hired anyone. Well, they're they're going to be... hire the Eagles guy. Yeah. Oh. And then Arizona's going to interview the defensive right. coordinator for the Eagles. Why not hire the guy that lost? <laughs> not the guy that won. Not the guy who's won a couple. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of that Washington OC job. Ridiculous. Uh, Greg Roman looks like he's getting that job, I think. He's either interviewing or he's like the favorite. Okay. Only notable because he was famed. Uh, 49ers offensive coordinator, and then went to Baltimore and did a great job with Lamar in that run game. Was was he the Rutgers coach? No, that was Shiano. Oh, Shiano. That's right. <laughs> oh, 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 that was a mess. Oh, that, that Shiano, was a disaster. Victor for, victory formation oh, Shiano. <laughs> oh, that was so bad. That was so bad. <laughs> Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 